Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Soaking in Revelation. My name is Jonathan Buxot, and I will be your host for this podcast. This is my first podcast, and I just want to get real for my first podcast. Um, I've really been feeling like the Lord's been showing me and telling me to continue in righteousness. Um, I feel like he's showing me um, how much of a fight it can be to stay righteous, stay pure, stay holy, and not go with the drifts of people, not go with the crowd, not um, go with what everybody else is doing, and the most popular thing. I felt, I can't remember that verse right now, but it says, a lad is distinguished um, from everyone if his conduct is pure and right. And I think if we want to distinguish ourselves from this world and its desires and its um, trends and everything, we need to make sure that we're going against the crowd and not with the crowd. Like Jesus said, being in the world but not of it. And that is something that I think the Lord is testing me in now, being in the world but not of it. I'm in college now, and my first few weeks, I have seen some um, not-so-pleasant things. Um, This is not to condemn anyone or convict anyone, but I have seen some things that I'm not proud of. Like, my roommates have said some things, and they've acted a certain way. That I know in my spirit, and I know it is wrong, yet I still pursue it, and yet I find myself engaging in those um, wrong conversations. And my dad actually told me, he said, do not be surprised that when you get to college, that people will not be at the same spiritual level as you are. He said, just because it is a Christian college does not mean that everyone will be at the same level as you are. And upon hearing this, I, um, I had thought that I was ready to handle this when in reality I was nowhere ready to handle this. And I think right now the Lord is taking me through a journey, through a season where where he's showing me that not everything is holy in the holy place. Not everything that we see, everything that we do is holy in the holy place. And I am really seeing this, and I apologize for the informality, but I just really felt this... um, strongly in my spirit for my very first podcast and I just want to I'm really feeling like I'm not the only one going through this for like 
all of us who've been raised in a Christian home and all of us who've been raised um, hearing about God, knowing about God, and just pursuing His righteousness and His purity, and then going into those environments where our faith is stretched and we really see that we cannot be righteous, we cannot be holy without the Lord. And one thing that the Lord told me as well, he says, be careful that you don't develop a religious spirit. A religious spirit or a spirit of a Pharisee, religious Pharisee. And I'm really trying not to um, be involved in such inappropriate acts or conversations that will um, not edify me. And I feel like I also just feel strongly in my spirit that there comes a time when, yes, be the example, but also know when it's right to cut off the people that are not producing righteousness. They're not producing growth in you. And I just, I just really want to encourage y'all more than anything else. Like I'm working through things and yeah, I know there's things that I need to work on, but I'm not judging anybody. I'm going to love everybody regardless of their social status, regardless of what they say, what they do, because I myself have things that I'm working on. Um, and things that I need to pull out and need to put more on of the Holy Spirit. But I just want to encourage you, like, this goes for me as well, for all of us. Let's make the decision to not be like everybody else. Let's make the choice that we're going to stand for righteousness. We're going to stand for purity regardless of what others say, regardless of how others act. We're going to stand in righteousness and equity because if we don't do it, if we don't decide, hey, I'm going to be the light, I'm going to be the the um, influencer, I'm not going to be the influence. If I decide that I'm going to do that, then that in turn is going to show around to the people who are not acting a certain way. Their conduct is not pure and right. And I'm sure they love Jesus, and I'm sure they act holy, but that goes back to that saying, I don't know if anyone has heard this saying, Monday Monday through Saturday, they act reckless, but on Sunday they're holy. And one of my, a friend of mine said a really good point. Basically, he said um, that he doesn't have the same convictions as I do, but he said, you know, things that are not going to allow you to change. Like, you can take this into consideration, but I don't think they're really going like, to take the necessary steps. And I hate that. I really don't dislike thinking of people that way. Like, oh, they're once like that, and they're always going to be like that. But I think at the same time, we need to know when it's appropriate to actually cut off people that are not serious about the Lord or they're not walking correctly. I had an experience with a friend a couple of years ago. We were best friends. And I just got to the point where that relationship was not helping me to grow. That relationship was not edifying me. And I just had to be bold and honest with her and say, hey, you know what? 
the way that our friendship is going, I'm going to be honest with you, but I have noticed some things in you. I have seen some actions in you that are not really Christ-like. And I am not saying this to condemn you. I am not saying this to convict you. But this is not healthy for me. This relationship is not healthy for me. And I tried to be as clear and as honest and as open with it as I could. And spoke with a soft and loving voice. But just some people are not going to accept the truth. And I told her, I said, I said, look, there's some things that I've noticed. The way that you're acting, the way that you're speaking, the way that you're kind of dressing at times, it is not Christ-like. And I love you, and this is why I'm telling you this. Because I love you, I am taking the time to invest in you, to to tell you hey let's work on this or i've noticed this can we like help and and she did not take it the right way she did not take it um in in the in excuse me in an acceptable manner on the contrary she began to get upset and point fingers at me for correcting her and trying to help her see she see she's saw that as me trying to be rude and saying that I'm perfect and that I have it all figured out and who am I to judge her? I was not judging her. I was just pointing out some things that I was not fond of in her that needed to, ch- that that were, was not healthy for me in a sense. And that relationship was not healthy because she was gradually declining, gradually um, walking away from the Lord. And I tried to tell her, but I just had to be bold about it. And there was other times where I had like told her, but not really confronting the issue. And I just had to get bold and say, all right, you know, this is not right. This is not the right way to act. This is not the right way to speak. And, you know, she didn't take it right. Now, the point of this story is there are going to be some people in our lives that don't agree with us. They don't agree with what we stand for. They don't agree with how we live. Even, unfortunately, some people that are believers, sadly. Um, I'm, like I said, I go back to my story in college where um, I'm just getting here and I'm seeing that some people, although they are Christians, their actions and words say otherwise, and I have really been fighting to not go into that, to not fall into that same routine, that same trap of thinking that whatever they do, I am going to do it to gain approval when that is not the case. See, the point of being a Christian, or the main things, is Knowing the crowds that you're around, knowing the people that you intentionally set yourself up with who are either going to edify you or bring you down. Um, all over the Bible, it talks about surrounding yourself with people who are going to edify you and not bring you down. So if you're hanging around people who are not edifying you, you need to make some changes in your life 
and you need to maybe take some people out of your life. And I know we're called to love others. Yes, love others, but also know when that relationship or that friendship is not spiritually helping you to grow into a more Christ-like lifestyle. And like I said, people are not going to take this well. They are going to either point they're either gonna point you out for not upholding these things or they are going to not accept it. There's either gonna be rejection, anger, frustration, or they're just going to refuse to listen to you. Why? Because they know that they do need to change. They just don't want to hear it from someone else. They just don't want to hear it. Like, hey, stop drinking. Well, I don't I don't have a problem drinking. But you see them drinking a bottle of whiskey. Hey, I don't I don't do drugs. Why are you pointing me out for doing drugs? And then you see them rolling up a joint. And like I've honestly gotten to that point in my life where I know the Lord is stretching me, but I am noticing that there are some relationships that are, excuse me, relationships that are not edifying me. They're not building me up in a Christ-like manner where I can be lifted up to the likeness of Christ. Instead, they are bringing me down and diminishing me as a child of God. And like I said, find those people. So make sure you surround yourself with the people that are going to edify you, build you up, and take you to where the Lord is calling you. Because if you do not, it is very easy to surround yourselves with the wrong crowd and just get into a whole bunch of foolishness. And, you know, it's hard to leave people hard to leave people but sometimes it's what's necessary for in in order for us to go i'm sorry in order for us to excuse me in order for us to grow we have to let go sometimes in order for us to grow we need to let go of whether it be people situations bad habits but I thank the Lord that he is putting me in this season. He is putting me in this environment where I can experience firsthand how some people, like I said, are not living in a Christ-like manner. So A, I can be an example to them, which is the most important thing. A, being an example to them and living in a Christ-like manner and not lowering myself down to their level. I'm not saying I'm above everyone else. I'm not saying that I don't have things that I'm working out. What I'm saying is I do not need to lower myself to a level where I am just like everybody else, especially as a leader. When you're a leader, you cannot be hanging around people or surrounding yourself around people who are going to bring you down, who are going to diminish you, who are going to maybe not accept you because you have certain standards another example is i was with my roommates and i am missing a pan and of course there's a lot of guys in here and i cannot find my pan i said guys i said very respectfully very nicely i said um my pan is missing and i was just wondering if any of y'all misplaced it 
and they said no that somebody probably took it or something like that and i got to the point where i had to label every single one of my things because i didn't want my stuff to go missing so some people may call that crazy or some people call that being overprotective with your things but if if start if my things start going missing then I'm going to have to take necessary steps to prevent that from happening next time. So back to what I was saying, um, when you notice that you're not around the right people, you're not around the right friends, you're letting yourself be influenced, you need to cut off those relationships. You need to intentionally cut out, cut those people out of your life who are not helping you to grow they're not helping you to stand for what you believe in you need to intentionally cut those things off while at the same time here's a hard part while at the same time being an example to them being an, an example to them you need to cut them off at the same time while being an example first you need to be an example Always being examples. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. I don't want to confuse everyone. First off, be an example. You need to be an example to them. Take the initiative and do things so they can see um, a change in you. A change in you. You need to take the initiative. And at the same time, cutting off other things, like things that they might say, things that they might do. You intentionally do not associate yourself with what they say, what they do. Why? Because it is not going to edify you. On the contrary, it is going to bring you down. And there's other occasions where they, they, they purposely do things, say things, act a certain way to bring you down to their level, to frustrate you, to make you angry. And and then they can see, hey, this is what ticks him off. This is what gets him mad. Let's do this. That reminds me of that story. And I, I think it's in Proverbs that talks about the robbers it talks about hey let us lie and wait and pounce on this dude and you know beat him up and take his money throw in your lot with us and then and then the, and then it goes on to say my son do not associate with men like these do not associate with men who are going to do wicked things say wicked things the bible says in job i believe i will put no unclean thing before my eyes I will put no unclean thing before my eyes. I think David says, I will I think there's another version that says, I will abstain from pouring putting wicked things, pointless things before my eyes. That does not mean you're not going to be exposed to situations where wicked things are put. But the question is, how long are you going to linger on it? I heard a pastor say that. That you may look at something, you may see something, your eyes may bounce on something the question is how long are you going to linger on that and let that become a thought how long are you going to linger on it that is the question how long will you linger on that and let it plant a root in your mind saying at this moment this has entered my mind i have seen this now am i going to choose to linger on it am i going to choose to think upon it or am i going to choose to submit my mind to christ and allow him to penetrate my mind and my spirit Am I going to put unwholesome things before my eyes or am I deliberately going to not pursue unholy things? People may say, hey, well, you, well, it's just the walking dead. It's just the zombies. 
That goes back to my point. I will put no unclean thing before my eyes. Whether that be zombies, that be going into parties, whether that be going into conversations that will not lift me up, that will not up, that will not edify me or saying things, acting in certain ways. Am I going to be different and take the initiative and say, I am not going to do this. I am deliberately not pursuing this thing because it is wicked and I am not going to expose my spirit, my mind to wicked desires, thoughts, and actions. Now the question is, are you willing, are we willing, let me rephrase it, are we willing to intentionally set aside desires, natures, and conversations that will not uplift us? Are we willing to set aside, regardless of what others think or say, are we willing to take a stand against what others say, what others feel, how others talk? Are we willing to take that initiative and say, I will not participate in things that will not lift me up and bring me into more likeness of Christ? Paul says, I have been crucified with Christ. I have been crucified with Christ. He also says, when I was a child, I thought like a child. But now that I am a man, I think like a man and I have set my childish desires aside. He also continues to say, why is it that I do what I don't want to do and what I do, what I know I should do, I don't do it. That is a question that we need to ask ourselves. If you're involved with the wrong crowd, the wrong people, you're doing what you shouldn't do. You're acting in a non-Christ-like manner. And I'm thanking the Holy Spirit for giving me this revelation right now. Are we, and I go back to my question, are we willing to set aside evil desires, evil conversations that are not going to uphold us? Guys, this is a serious situation. I'm talking to uh, mainly to gentlemen right here. This is for ladies, for everybody, but mainly to gentlemen. Gentlemen, are we willing to lose fame, lose popularity, but gain the approval of Christ in our lives? Are we truly willing to be like Christ? And you know, Christ, when he was living, he was not the most popular man on earth. He said things, he did things that the religious Pharisees did not agree with, did not like, did not um, appreciate. But why did they not like that? They did not like that because they knew that what Jesus was speaking was the truth. They knew that the words that were coming out of his mouth were true. And that is why they tried to kill him. And that is why they failed, because Jesus was smarter than them. <laughs> um but yeah, I go back to my point. Are we willing to lay down our comfort? Are we willing to maybe maybe look like fools, look ridiculous in front of others? But at what cost? The cost of being Christ-like, 
is sometimes looking foolish before men. Why? Because you're gaining approval in the sight of God, but this world will reject you. Well, I think one of the main reasons, I'm going to go off topic for a second. One of the main reasons that we we're scared to either give our lives to Christ or do something for Christ if we're a believer is if we're already believers and God tells us to do something where we immediately think, well, what is everyone else going to think? What are they going to say? What are they going to do? What are they going to feel? What are they going to say about me? Do not think on the approval of men. You're doing this for God and not for man. You should not be concerned about what man thinks. Your main concern, however, should be what God thinks, what he says about you, and what he speaks about you. Now, I understand that people people have different convictions. I know there's this age-old argument about getting tattoos and drinking and the age-old argument about Jesus drinking wine. Well, if Jesus drank wine, well, I can drink wine too. I know Jesus drank wine but I'm not going to get into that. I'm going to get I'm getting sidetracked. The point is are you willing? Are you willing? Are you ready? Are you able? Are you willing, ready and able to put your foot down against this world, its desires, its way of thinking, its way of acting and say at this moment I am deciding to pursue Christ to pursue righteousness, to pursue peace and love, and I am not giving in to the desires of this world. I'm not, and I do not care what other people say, what other people think, what other people do. I am clinging to God in this moment. I'm clinging to Jesus. And I say, God, regardless of what happens, Regardless of what other people's mindset is about me, regardless of what they say, I am planted on you and I will take as many steps as I need to to be righteous, pure, and holy and be an example to those around me. Earlier I had mentioned, do not let people drag you down to their level. And I know that sounds prideful, but it is the truth. If you have convictions and you have a certain way of living, acting, and speaking, hold fast to those things. Do not allow the enemy to sidetrack you with what others say, think, or believe about you. You stick to what you know. You stick to your standards. You stick to your beliefs. You say, I will not be moved in Jesus' name. I will not be moved in Jesus' name. My roommates are getting upset about me labeling everything. I will not be moved from what I believe in. My roommates are <laughs> kind of messy. I clean it up, but it's messy again. Okay, I'm going to be the example. I'm going to take the initiative. I'm going to clean up. And I'm going to take the initiative. Part of being a leader is taking the initiative in every situation. Everybody go out to party. Everybody go out to do this. I'm going to, get, I'm going to stay home and study. Yeah, I want to go out, but I'm going to stay home and study. Are you willing to deny yourself the desires and fully pursue the path of righteousness regardless of what others say? They think and they act. And I'll close with this.
intentionally would remove yourself from people who are not edifying you while at the same time being a, being an example. I'm going to say that one more time. Intentionally remove yourself from people who will not edify you while at the same time being an example. You need to remove yourself from people who are not going to edify you. They're not going to build you up. They are not going to produce what God has for you because of the way they act, they speak. And you can't do nothing about it. But what you can do, my friend, is... Always be Christ-like in every situation with every person. Always be Christ-like. Your friends are watching a, a bad movie. You intentionally remove yourself. They're talking about inappropriate conversations. You intentionally remove yourself. You walk out of the room while at the same time being an example and a light. And that, my friends, is a sure way to gain approval with the Father. Intentionally removing yourself from those situations and those people that will not cause you to grow and always being a light. Well, let me pray to close this out. Uh, Father, I just thank you, God, for this time that we've had together. God, thank you for this word that you put in my heart. God, thank you for edifying us and speaking to us and moving in our hearts and truly delighting in us, God. Even though we have our failures and our weak desires and our so much brokenness in our lives, God, thank you that you take the time to always draw us to you, to always pick us back up to always encourage us to become better. So I just pray for my brothers and my sisters and myself, God, and I just pray to, that you'd help us, Lord, to always uphold righteousness, to always stand for peace, to always stand for holiness, God. Lord, I pray that you just give us the strength to remove ourselves from those people, those relationships that are not edifying us or allowing us to grow. And God, I pray that you'd speak to us, give us wisdom and revelation, Lord, in everything that we set our hands to, God. God, help us to be a light in times of darkness, when people don't accept us or approve of us. God, help us to be more like you and less like ourselves, God. Help us to have grace for others, even though they're not the same spiritual level as we are. So, God, I just pray that you'd lead us and guide us in all truth. And in this, your holy name we pray. Amen. <sighs> well, thank you for joining me for today's podcast, Soaking in Revelation. This is my first podcast, and I will be uploading probably next Saturday. That will probably be my uploading days every Saturday. Um, I'm in college now, so it might vary. It might be Saturday or Friday or maybe Thursday. But anyway, um, we'll work it out. Thank you guys for joining me. Please, if you have any suggestions or comments, please let me know. Like I said, I'm just starting out on this podcast. 
You can also follow my YouTube channel at at faithandhistory.456. Again, that's faithandhistory.456. If you have any questions or concerns, um, just feel free to email me and I will do my best to help you. I am available Thursday to Saturday. That's my window unless I'm studying. But please, I'm here to help, encourage, lift you up, pray for you as a brother in Christ should do. Um, yeah, and I apologize for the informality, but I just need to share that for my first podcast. Um, thank you for joining in, and I hope you have a great rest of the evening. Take care, and God bless.